You've entered the Prosperity Dimension. A dimension of sci-fi adventure. A dimension of small biz excitement. A dimension where Nicole Fendi shows you how to build your profits and have a swashbuckling good time. And now, here's Nicole Fendi. Welcome back to the Prosperity Dimension. I'm Nicole Fendi. And today, we get to welcome Anne Peck to the show. Anne is a great friend and a colleague. She's an amazing person. Let me tell you a little bit about Anne. Anne used to be afraid to leave her house. And now, she travels the world. She is an inspirational speaker, writer, and host of her own podcast, Straight Talk for a Curvy World, for women over 40 where she shares intimate conversations with women and some men who talk about the things we don't talk about, things we hide because of guilt, shame, or fear. Anne was named a family catalyst by the Minnesota Association for Children's Mental Health and is featured in Silence Speaks, Stories of Survival, and she wrote and starred in the short film Journey Out of Abuse. Her newest book, which I am so excited about, will be released September 20th as part of the annual Straight Talk for a Curvy World Live conference. As a mentor and women's empowerment leader, Anne shares the I Am Habits worldwide through her live events, exclusive retreats, and online community. She teaches women and men how to love your life and your business from the inside out. Anne, welcome to the show. Nicole, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, when we first met, we both met as being professional speakers. I have to confess, because you guys got to know, Anne is a knockout on stage. She's like this glamorous, amazing woman with huge stage presence. And when I first met her, the last thing I would have expected is that she enjoys science fiction. Last thing. But yet, she does. So, Anne, let's kick off with that. What's your favorite science fiction show or movie and why? Oh, my gosh. So I have to pick one. And actually, I'm not going to do that because I'm going to break the rules right away. I have two. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe three. All right. So my first one, and I think probably my first introduction was, and I don't know if true science fiction people would consider it science fiction, but Land of the Lost, that cartoon that used to be on Saturday morning. Oh, my God. Yes, I used to watch that, too. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. The sleeve stacks <laughs> yes. and all of the big jewels and things that they, I mean, yes. God, I love that show. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes, that definitely counts. Oh, good. It definitely counts. Yeah, Yeah. that was one of my absolute favorites. In fact, if it were still on today, I would still be watching it. (laughs) So there was that one. And then you're going to see a theme here because the next one comes from Saturday morning, too. And I don't know if this is science fiction, but in my mind, it's otherworldly. Mm -hmm. And actually, not just in my mind, it actually was otherworldly. It was a cartoon, but it wasn't animated. And it was called... The name today has different meanings, so be clear, we're talking about the cartoon from many years ago that was on Saturday morning, but it was called Isis. 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 You've mentioned that before, but I've never seen it. Can you tell our listeners about that show? So she was like an archaeologist teacher lady who was out digging up stuff, and she came across this box, and in the box was an amulet, and, you know, it was a big punk and piece of jewelry, and so... When she would put it on, she would turn into a dedicated defender of people and champion of truth and justice. So she was kind of like a superhero, but 
you know, they would switch dimensions and different parts of the world. And I mean, it was, I don't know. I think of that as sci-fi, although like with a... Oh, it totally is. No, I mean, it's the intersection of like a Comic-Con and a sci-fi, but it definitely fits in the sci-fi genre. Well, and I got to say what I love about it, and it relates kind of back to your book that you wrote, because here's a woman who's like the champion Mm -hmm. and the leader of this otherworldly sci-fi stuff that I grew up with. And that's pretty rare. Yes, it is. You've mentioned this show to me before. I need to go find it. I'm sure it exists somewhere, somehow. And if I haven't found it yet, with our listeners, if you know where I can find recordings or replays or downloads of the old show, ISIS, I-S-I-S, and again, as Anne said, we're referring to an old TV show, I would love to know where to find it. I would even do like maybe a live stream comment like, Did you ever watch Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yes. (laughs) You know, we need a Mystery Science Theater 3000 and one for, like, if we can do a running commentary of businesses. I like (laughs) it. That would be fun. That would be very fun. (laughs) So, yes, we definitely see a theme here. You like these alternate realities. Also a champion, which I think fits really well with who you are today, being a champion for other people. You know, it really does. And I hadn't made that connection until I was preparing for our interview today. So talk, let's segue into Straight Talk for a Curvy World, the podcast. And if you guys haven't listened to it yet, it's awesome. And no, you don't have to be a woman to listen. So <laughs> you don't have to be 40 to listen. And no one's <laughs> going to check your ID at the door. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about that, because it seems to me you use that podcast to spotlight other people's stories and, in a sense, champion their stories. You know, thank you for that, Nicole, because that's really what we're doing. I do a few solo episodes here and there, and I do, and I've just started doing some panel episodes with other women. But for the most part, each episode is a conversation with another individual, both men and women, and we're talking about the things that we don't talk about. And what I mean is we're talking about things that are going on or that have happened, but mm-hmm. that aren't comfortable to share publicly and often aren't comfortable to share even with our closest friends and family. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that you can expect with each episode is that my guest will be sharing something that they have not publicly shared before. And the reason that's so important is because I am a firm believer that when we keep these secrets, when we are hiding from the truth and the reality of who we are and where we've been and what has happened, then the self-destruction begins because the longer we keep the secrets, the more shame we develop around those secrets. And the more shame we have, the more self-destruction and more self-destructive we become. And oftentimes we don't even realize what we're doing and we often don't understand why or where it comes from. So by sharing these secrets, What I have found personally and what I have found from my guests who share with me their experiences afterwards is a sense of true freedom. Hmm. You know, I would agree. And just so our listeners know, you can catch a podcast where I was a guest on Anne's show talking about something in my life I'd never talked about publicly before. And that also ties into business as well. An author I really enjoy, his name is Mike McCallowitz, and he wrote a couple books, The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, which is a hilarious title. He also wrote a book called Profit First, and he wrote it after he basically had gone broke. 
despite having successfully sold, I think it was a $100 million company, despite having multiple bestsellers, New York Times bestsellers, he'd essentially gone broke. In the beginning of the book, he talks about his bottom moment when his I can't remember if it was his daughter or son went and got their piggy bank, they were young at the time, and offered to give him their money. <sighs> and he said that was the moment I knew things had to change. And he said part of the change was not keeping the secret of that I wasn't, quote, successful anymore. Yeah. And letting that out and saying, you know, my business isn't perfect. And guess what? I'll tell you right now, my business isn't perfect. That's okay. I'm happy to talk about I make mistakes. I tell people about them. <laughs> right. So by us letting those secrets out, whether they're personal or in our business life, we actually take the power away from those secrets, right? And we take it back to ourselves. Absolutely. So you have, and I am very excited because I am going to be a part of it. You have a big event coming up in September. Tell us about that. Oh, I do. I'm so thrilled that you're going to be there with me at this big event, Nicole. The event is Straight Talk for Curvy World Live. So it's our first annual, what will be an annual event starting this year. And I chose this year for a couple of reasons. One, I just finished my book, which I <laughs> am thrilled about. And so I'll be releasing the book on the first day of the event. And the first day of the event is September 20th, which just happens to be my 50th birthday. So another big celebration. Mm -hmm. And then day two is the theme for day two is an affair with joy. And that's where we're bringing in speakers, professional speakers who have amazing, inspirational and actionable messages for our audience. They will be coming in and sharing their messages with everyone all day long. So there will be lots of interactivity between attendees and our speakers. And our attendees will leave with a plan and they'll understand what it's going to take or what they still need to do if they're not quite there to truly love their life and their business and even their clients from the inside out. And one thing that both Anne and I have in common is that we have self-published our books which can be very profitable. And often people think there's an issue with you know, quality or profitability. And the reality is that you can put in the same quality controls that a big publisher can. You retain control over it. And what I did and what Anne's doing is we have an event because an event is a great way to build interest and momentum and understanding about your book or perhaps you have a game or you know, like an actual board game that's still big business, a comic, a graphic novel, or even a course for your business. So, Anne, what's your top lesson learned doing a book launch event? Like, what would you tell people to make sure it's profitable for them? What have you learned? Well, you know, you and I have been working together on this, Nicole. And so this is no secret to you, but planning ahead and having the right when I say right, I mean, there's a lot that goes into having the right pricing. You don't decide to do an event, set a price and then figure out the details, <laughs> which so many people do. Right. And as you know, I have a long, many years of history doing events. And so the number one thing that we see is people saying, oh, you can't make any money with events. I went broke. Well, that's because the pricing wasn't right. You have to start with figuring out what your expenses are and what your pricing is going to be and then promoting it. Mm -hmm. I would add to that. My book became profitable the day I launched it. My launch right. paid for itself and then some. 
So you can absolutely do that. And I'm going to throw in a sci-fi parallel for a minute here. One of my all-time favorite movies is the original Star Wars. The original, which mm. episode four, but the original, which always confuses people. And when Han Solo is piling the Millennium Falcon and they've got, you know, Chewie's in the cockpit and Obi-Wan and Luke Skywalker. And Luke's like, can't you just jump to light speed? And, you know, and... Han Solo goes, it's not like Dustin Crops, boy. <laughs> you don't put in the right numbers, you might run through a, you know, a star or hit an asteroid field. And his point was, if you didn't plan ahead, if you just pushed a button, you could easily die. Right. And events are the same way. You've got to plot a course, you might run right into a supernova. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. So we were talking about what your favorite shows were and favorite characters as a child. Now I'm going to bring it full circle. So one of the things with my book launch, The Prosperity Dimension, is my sponsors, and Anne was one of them, as well as my MC. they got to create a character and get a trading card in The Prosperity Dimension. So yes, they got, think about that for a minute. And this is a really powerful exercise. I encourage you, even if you need to pause and then listen again, Creating a character can be anyone, anything, any race, any alien, human, whatever. And she created a character, and her character's name is Thea Tis Charas, the butterfly media maven. Now, I'd love for you, Anne, to tell us a bit about this character and why you picked her. Oh, gosh. This was a really exciting process for me to be involved in. Of course, emceeing your event and just being in attendance at your event was really fun. But the idea of, that I could have my own trading card and put myself out there in a way that wasn't me, but still represented me, it was exciting. So as I was coming up with what I wanted to be, I knew I needed to be a human because I just couldn't figure out how to not be a human. <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> right. And I know not everyone chose a human species, right. but for me, that was important. And I wanted it to be something that really was an alter ego for me. And Media is a big piece of what I do between the podcast and writing and speaking. And I have dreams of doing other things related to media as well. And I had a history working, you know, in that regard. So that piece of it fell into place. But finding what my character was going to be was really an evolution. And I started reaching towards things in my own environment that represented what was important to me. And I learned a lot about myself in the process because what I came to realize, even though I knew it, it wasn't a conscious knowing, I came to realize that the work that I do, both individually with clients and through the podcast and speaking, is really provide transformation. And the butterfly maiden was the goddess of transformation. And I just happened to have a dress that I wore to your event that had butterfly wings. <laughs> and so from there, it ended up into butterfly media maven, which really represented and represents me and what I do and who I am when I don't want to be Anne Peck directly. And this is part of where I really want to encourage our listeners to stop and think. There is a power to alter egos, an absolute power. And I've realized now I have two books I've put out, and I have an alter ego in both of them. The first one is I was a rock star, thought to be a finance rock star. And in this one, I was a bounty hunter, Brenna Rain, the bounty hunter. And those characters, those alter egos, could do things and you get to play up certain things and be different. So that thought, as Anne was talking about her process of going through, well, 
what would I be if I were me, but not me? What would my alter ego be? What would my Batman to Bruce Wayne be? Right. And right. so her having this transformational moment, seeing how she transformed others, it was really fun to watch, you know, watching Anne, as you, Anne, worked through this and came to this realization and seeing how you really kind of discovered your own superpower along the way. I did. You're right. So now, and again, I encourage you, if you even need to hit pause and spend a minute and think about that, think about, hmm, what would I be? What would I do? What am I called to do or feel? For me, I tend to pick larger than life characters who are going after something in slightly outrageous fashion at times. <laughs> <laughs> so now, and creating your name, because you think like, oh, picking a name is easy. Well, not really. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it so, was not. Yeah. So talk about your journey to pick your name. <laughs> well, I think I originally tried to delegate it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. Had some ideas. <laughs> you did give me some ideas. And the reality is she's my alter ego and it, you can't delegate the name, which I learned. You didn't take it over for me, which I really appreciated. But it was a process. And so I really had to, again, kind of go within and what's important to me and what do I stand for and what do I believe and how do I show up? And for me, joy represented a big part of who I am and how I show up. I have said this before on my own podcast, and Nicole, I think you and I have talked about it, but I'm a huge believer that happiness is something that comes from the outside in, whereas joy is something that is found and comes from the inside out. Yes. Say that again, because that's such a powerful message. Happiness comes from the outside in, whereas joy comes from the inside out. And joy is the word that really resonated with me, representing who I am and how I show up. And so wanting to play with that name, joy. Oh, gosh, you know what I just realized? I could have just called myself joy. <laughs> yeah, but I like oh. this name. <laughs> you know, I like this name, too. I and like it's on name. the trading cards now. So, right, so it's too late. No, I do like the name I chose. And the name I chose is actually Greek. And what I did is I came up with what made sense. And then I translated it into Greek because I liked how it sounded in Greek. Mm. And what it means in English is goddess of joy. I love that. I do too. I do too. And then the last bit on the trading cards, and we'll make sure in the show notes, you have a link to these. And if you'd like to get your own set, you can, because all of us can put on different alter egos. I'm not Brenna Rain every day. I mean, you know, I am a little bit every day, <laughs> but I'm right. not just Brenna Rain every day. And all the characters have their own quirks and strengths and different insights. And putting that on, stepping out of your own perspective and into someone else's is a powerful tool in business. Because if you look at any innovator and really any truly successful entrepreneur, they have a way of looking at things that's unique and different. And they don't stop trying to find new ways to see things. I was just reading an interview with someone from Shark Tank, and I'd say his last name, but I'd kill it. It's <laughs> what I can't even, it's like Polish or something, and I don't know, I can't say it. But the idea he said is he's always reinventing himself and looking at things differently. So there's a quote. Each card, each character gets a quote. Anne's quote is bringing your story to light through transformation. So how does that tie back to your business, Anne? It ties back to my business because that's exactly what I do in the podcast is I help my guests bring their story to light. 
thereby releasing the secret, the shame, they're no longer hiding. And when that happens, that's the transformation for them. And I also do that with my clients. So I work with really two sets of clients. I work with the business owner, entrepreneur, and oftentimes they will come to me because they're wanting to get their story out there to promote their business, to sell their product or whatever it might be. But they're challenged with whether it be the mechanics of just putting together their talk or putting together the pieces of the talk that are more personal. So I work with them on that. And then on the personal side, I have women that come to me that are looking to receive this kind of transformation. And while they want to work on it on a personal level, what they find is that by so doing, it impacts their business positively and profitably. I love that. Me too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's a good thing, right? Right. (laughs) It's fascinating to me. I mentioned earlier, I did this, the character cards for a number of people involved with my book launch to see each person work through. And we will be having them as guests on the show over time. So you'll get to hear each of their stories and how their selection of their character and working through that help them realize and really formalize and firm up some things about themselves and this fun alter ego that they could have. Let your alter ego out to play. They're incredibly powerful and fun. (laughs) They are fun. I was talking with someone recently who fellow colleague of mine here in the Twin Cities, and he was talking about he does computer security. And he said one time, just to get people's attention, he wrote war an anonymous mask, you know, that visage you see of anonymous or like the guy that wore in V for Vendetta, the movie. He wanted to remind people that you don't always see where the risks are online. When he stood up to speak about his business for a few minutes, he wore the mask. He said it was really powerful. Just little things like that. Really powerful. Mm -hmm. So, Anne, I want to make sure people know They can find, of course, they can find your podcast on iTunes, right? Straight Talk for Curvy World. We are. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and we're also on Google Play. Awesome. And now the live event, which, yes, I'm going to be the MC. (laughs) So you don't want to miss it. I'm going to wear a sparkly dress. (laughs) Sequence, as I recall. That's right. (laughs) Which is not my usual attire. So that's one for the record books. So that people can find out more at Straight Talk for a Curvy World Live, correct? Dot com. And that will be in the show notes. And finally, Anne's book, which I guarantee you will keep you at the edge of your seat reading is I am more than enough.com. I am more than enough. And you are. You are. I I, am. We all are. We are. I love that. So, Anne, when you look back and you think about watching ISIS, I'm so fascinated by ISIS and the land of the lost, which, oh, my God, I love that show. (laughs) You look back at those two shows, especially ISIS. What do you see? What's a parallel you see between you and the main character? I would say, and you brought this up in the beginning, but I would say it really is my dedication to other people and bringing peace, justice, joy to their lives. I use a little different method. I don't have an amulet around my neck. It's not magical. Yet, just like her magic with the amulet, it is pretty magical to see the transformation that happens when the guests come on our program, when my clients work with me. And even when I'm speaking and the audience members are moved 
by the stories that I share. Right. You are transforming them. Yes. And I got to say, just so you know, the whole land of the lost thing, for me, that inspired my curiosity in the world, really in all things. That really inspired me in that way. I think I really liked, they never gave up trying to get home. No. You know, they were always like in those little shacks or whatever they were. I don't know what they were called. I can't remember. Control rooms, trying to figure out how to get home. And they never gave up and they never gave up on each other. Right. They, they had umpteen struggles, but they kept trying to get home. They kept trying to make things work. They didn't let the slea stacks win. And it was an adventure every week watching them try. And part of you, it's kind of ironic because in some ways you didn't want them to get home because that meant the show would end. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> as an adult, I can look back and see that. You know, maybe the lesson there. It's so funny. Business lessons from Land of the Lost. <laughs> Maybe, and there, I have an old blog post, which I will find and put in the show notes, because I wrote a blog post, which I tied into Land of the Lost. No oh, joke. I love that. So I will put that in the show notes also. But what's an interesting lesson is I think at times in business and in life, we're thinking if I could only just get X and then magically everything will be better. And instead to focus on the journey and realize that the journey will probably never end and that that journey and us, yes, we'll continue to seek for it. We'll continue to try to get back from the land of the lost, but that in some ways things are over once we do. So we better enjoy ourselves along the way. The journey is the gift, isn't it? Yeah. Huh. I love that. Well, Anne, it was fabulous. Absolutely fabulous to have you on the show. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, my pleasure. I loved being here with you. Thank you again. You're welcome. So you can find more information with Anne at Straight Talk for a Curvy World Live and her book, IamMoreThanEnough.com. And I want to say thank you to all the listeners for joining us today. You can continue the adventure. You don't have to wait until next week to continue your adventures in the prosperity dimension. Go to SciFiBiz.com, download your free chapter from the prosperity dimension, and keep the adventure going. Again, this is Nicole Fendi, and we are the prosperity dimension. Until next week.